0: Welcome to the Brief News Brief, the second-to-last news briefing of this year. This is Isaac Lopez, and this is presented by the Given Radio. I am excited for the show that we have today. We are starting off with two of the biggest stories, I think, that are in the U.S. today. And yet, even after that, I think there's still so much to talk about. So we'll get to that. So YouTube... Uh, they, they're hammering the censorship drum right now. Texas is suing everyone and everything, and we still have a monster show to get to. Now, before we get into it, actually, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and jump in here, and uh, then after that, I'm gonna plug a couple things, okay? So, YouTube is censoring everything. Uh, YouTube, and this is straight from their blog, okay, this is going to be, uh, this is not conjecture, this is what their actual statement is. YouTube is going to start censoring anything, any YouTube video that questions the integrity of the election. So, yesterday, and this is their reasoning, Yesterday was the safe harbor deadline for the U.S. presidential election, and enough states have certified their election results to determine a president-elect. Given that, we will start removing any piece of content uploaded today or any time after that. That misleads people by alleging that widespread fraud or errors changed the outcome of the 2020 U.S. presidential election, in line with our approach towards historical U.S. presidential elections. For example, we will remove videos claiming that a presidential election won the election due to widespread software glitches or counting errors. We will begin enforcing this policy today and will ramp up in the weeks to come. As always, news coverage and commentary on these issues can remain on our site if there is sufficient education, documentary, scientific, or artistic context. So they are talking, they, they did say that they want to walk a fine line, right? That they want to be able to allow some variety of opinion, but I don't know if after this next story, if our video will be on YouTube still. So that's why I'm going to ask you guys, please subscribe and follow on whatever podcast you listen to this on. If you listen to Life Given Radio on Apple Podcasts, you may need to stay strictly there. Um, YouTube, thankfully, it wouldn't be a huge hit to our following because most of you guys do listen to this since we don't have video as well as audio in most of our episodes. That being said, please like and subscribe. Any of that will uh, be very helpful. We've grown quite a bit this year from uh, being a singular podcast, to having two podcasts and possibly three on this by the end of the year. Um, and sh- do share it with your friends. The more you share this, the more it helps you guys know this. You guys have done the podcasting uh, thing before. So let's get to this next story that may take our video down off of YouTube. Texas, the state of Texas hits the war path. Texas Attorney General, this coming from a report at The Blaze, uh, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has filed a lawsuit directly with the U.S. Supreme Court, accusing officials in four different battleground states of exploiting the coronavirus pandemic to make unconstitutional last minute changes to mail-in voting rules. The article goes on saying the four states exploited the COVID-19 pandemic to justify ignoring federal and state election laws and unlawfully enacting last minute changes. Thus skewing the results of the 2020 general election, the battleground states flooded their people with unlawful ballot applications and ballots while ignoring statutory requirements as to how they were received, evaluated, and counted. So in the suits, um, paxton is taking it directly to the supreme court since that is the higher authority in this case Uh, we've heard uh time after time different suits being brought up in individual states and a lot of those have been tossed out of the court for this to go down to for it to actually be tried in court between states the supreme court has to try it okay if the supreme court refuses to hear the suit there will be um really no way to peacefully settle this so the lawsuit, um, and th- this is kind of to give you uh, a different opinion on it, this is coming from a New York Times article, uh, the lawsuit describing what we just talked about, filed by the Republican Attorney General of Texas and backed by his GOP colleagues in the 17 other states and 106 Republican members of Congress, represents the most coordinated politicized attempt to overturn the will of the voters in recent American history. President Trump has asked to intervene in the lawsuit as well in hopes that the Supreme Court will will hand him a second term he decisively lost. It's funny. It's almost like we completely forgot the last four years of what the Democrats have been trying to do to get Trump out of office. They never conceded the election. Just remember that. So... Also, I think they have it incorrect here. Seventeen other states expressed interest in joining the lawsuit, but I believe only four to ten have uh, declared themselves to be with to be with Texas on this. Now, let's move on to uh, what this uh, what Attorney General Paxton mentioned. Um, he mentioned the coronavirus as being. Uh, the power, at least, that these states wielded uh, when it came to the coronavirus and how those states abused that power. Let's now transition over to a couple stories where uh, this power is being abused by people in authority. Let's begin with... Washington Governor Jay Inslee, he announced today that he is extending current restrictions on businesses and small and uh, social gatherings through January fourth. So Thanksgiving wasn't enough; Christmas is the next target, and I think we already knew this um, because there is a new coronavirus, uh, uh, new coronavirus cases, according to this report, are straining the state's hospital system. The current set. The current set of restrictions that took effect last month um, limits restaurants and bars to 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 to-go service and outdoor dining, which, If you live in the north, you understand that this will become impossible at some point for the state of Washington, unless you're Seattle, which just experiences rain. Um, This will be extended another three weeks. And he's quoted saying, what we do now literally will be a matter of life and death for many of our citizens, Inslee said. Moscow, and staying very local here, Moscow has extended its mask ordinance through January through June. So for another 6 months Moscow will undergo more masking. On coronavirus, the United Kingdom has become the world's first nation to begin vaccinating its citizens with fully vetted and authorized, okay, COVID-19 shots. Uh, the first Britain to experience the Pfizer BioNTech Vaccine was 90 year old Margaret Keenan. She is reported saying, uh, also, she's 91 years old. Uh, she's turning ninety-one this coming week, and said that she felt privileged to receive the shot. She says it's the best early birthday present I could wish for because it means I can finally look forward to spending time with my family and friends in the new year after being on my own for most of the year. That being said, Pfizer um, and the I think a board of people on the on the FDA approved uh, eleven votes to four negative, uh, to negative votes, 11 votes approving the coronavirus vaccine. And so far it has had a good yield. So to continue on with the madness of the times. Okay. So we've, we've talked about how we have even more censorship. We have even more restrictions. We have even, uh, we're starting to rely on this vaccine, um, and really getting to it. And I have nothing against the vaccine, but the, uh, the fact that of the matter is that vaccines are, do not eliminate sicknesses. And yet this is, this is the coming Messiah for, for our culture, instead of being able to celebrate Christmas, which we'll get to a story about that later. Uh, but Mara Gomez becomes the first transgender woman to play in football. Uh, so Villa San Carlos, Striker Mara Gomez became the first transgender woman to play football in Argentina on Monday. She received the approval to play from the Argentinian Football Association, AFA, and started in their in her team's win 7-1 over Lanus in the Primera A. Um, let's let's transition to maybe a better note. Um, because really, uh, this is just yet another story of the sickness that our culture is imbibing in. The the sickness that really, I think, is more detrimental, dare I say, than COVID-19. We've gotten to the point where we are recognizing transgender, where we are recognizing actual pedophilia where we are actually recognizing polygamy as a good and as a right and that you must recognize my rights and uh, what I enjoy and you have to approve of them. I think that's the real sickness in our culture today. But there is still some positives in today's culture. So let's not skip by those just yet. There are still people with backbone. There are still people that are willing to do a kind thing out there. And Minnesota is no exception, and we're about to bag on Minnesota here, so I apologize to my family and my friends that live in Minnesota. I have a lot of loved ones out there um, that consistently listen to the show. I, I I love Minnesota. I've, I'm going to be visiting there in a few weeks, and I look forward to spending a great uh, time out there. That being said, there are some fun stories coming out of Minnesota that we cannot ignore. But one of them, to start it off, is a really, really great story. Um, at a Dairy Queen drive-through this last week. Someone decided to buy the car behind him a burger, and then from that random act of kindness, it resulted in nine hundred cars following that to pay it forward to create a pay pay it forward chain. Nine hundred cars. Um, and apparently the store manager at one of the two Dairy Queens in town told CNN this report that I found this on, uh, a man came by the drive-thru window on Thursday and asked if he could pay for the meal and for the, uh, for the car behind him, for his meal and for the car behind him. Jensen apparently told her cashier, this tends to happen once in a while, but at most it lasts for 15 or 20 cards and fizzles out. It ends up going 900 cards and it rakes in $10,000 in sales. Uh, That's just crazy. The act of kindness is just refreshing to hear. Now this next story is um, not Minnesota related, but it is people with backbones standing up in a time where a lot of spineless saps are sitting in uh, positions of authority or have platforms, it's refreshing to hear. J.K. Rowling stands up against the transgender uh, cancel culture mob. And I don't agree with everything that J.K. Rowling has said in the past, but she has called for an end to the climate of fear. Blaze reports saying that she is quoted saying many are afraid to speak up because they fear for their jobs and even for their personal safety. The climate of fear serves no one. This climate of fear serves no one. Well, at least of all, least of all trans trans people. So she has uh, gotten a lot of hate, like actual hate and a lot of threats thrown her way. uh, Since she has said some controversial things over the summer, we've reported on a couple of them. Um, But she continues to stand up, and she says, I believe everyone should be free to live a life that is authentic to them and that they should be safe to do so. I also believe that we need a more nuanced conversation around women's rights and around the huge increase in numbers of girls and young women who are seeking to transition. She went on to say that she has had received many heartbreaking letters from young women who regret uh, some of the things that they have done to their bodies that are irreversible. And these things do need to be told. Now, I don't agree with her position that everyone should be free to live a life that is authentic to them. I think that's what's got us in this message, culturally speaking, in the first place. When we've left, people uh, just said, hey, do your own thing. Regardless of whether it breaks natural law and natural order, go ahead and destroy your body. No, what I think uh, that I do agree with here, she does mention that... There needs to be a more nuanced conversation. That's what this podcast is all about, bringing some more opinions to, to the table of conversation. So maybe maybe Joe Biden has learned his lesson. Okay, we're kind of on an optimistic part now, path. We're walking an optimistic path on this, uh, this side of the news briefing. Biden uh, might have learned his lesson about maybe not defunding the police or going after the police too hard. He was recently uh, uh, quoted in uh, this meeting that he had with civil rights leaders from all over the country saying that uh, the pressure on the incoming administration around police reform could hurt the party's chances. (laughs) He said that um, the Republicans' ability to define the Democratic Party as in favor of defunding the police is... "Quote: how they beat the living hell out of us across the country. Uh, Biden insisted that his commitment to police reform was unwavering, the article goes on, um, but that branding effort has done too much damage. So maybe they're realizing that there is a limit to what they can say. Also, surrounding, speaking of Joe Biden, do you remember that report on Hunter Biden that we reported on a while ago that New York Post got absolutely hammered on Twitter and got banned and got locked out of their account. Well, CNN finally decides to report on it. Is this better late than never? Or is this just good timing because, well, they think Biden's a walk in for the, for the presidency. So, uh, Hunter Biden released the following statement. I learned yesterday for the first time that the U S attorney's office in Delaware advised my legal counsel also yesterday that they are investigating my tax affairs. I take, take this matter very seriously, but I am confident that professional and objective review of these matters will demonstrate that I handled my affairs legally and appropriately, including with the benefit of professional tax advisors. But according to CNN, the scope of the investigation goes beyond Biden's taxes, covering business transactions, involving individuals the FBI believes may have sparked counterintelligence concerns. End of quote. Is it just convenient timing? That's the, that's the question I have. Do we have a media that is going to report honestly? And when I say honestly, including in that, not only in just telling the facts, is timing. The question is timing. Do you have an agenda that is going to hold back this Biden story from the public until it is convenient for you to release it, just like what I would say you have done with the coronavirus pandemic and also when it comes to General Flynn and so on and so forth. Let's let's continue on here. Um, I would hope that 2020, um, at, you know, we're approaching the end here, that we would... Learn our lessons. But apparently, we need to repeat this again. In Massachusetts, Willow Manor uh, in Lowell, Massachusetts, announced on Tuesday that they would use a portion of their facility to host patients of COVID-19 and that some of their staff members and uh, residents will be dedicated to overseeing those patients. Are you kidding me? Do you not recall Michigan? Apparently, we just can't get enough of killing our elderly population. And apparently, Minneapolis cannot learn from its lessons. So on Thursday, early Thursday morning, the city council in Minneapolis decided to pass a budget that moves about $8 million from the police department to other services. This is just getting crazy. I I mean, I don't know what to say. Minnesota, I love you. Um, But in this next story, moving on from this, because I mean, I think we kind of know the predictable outcome of what happens when you cut police budget, potentially, okay? Um, Minnesota, you need to keep your Karen's hidden, okay? Put them back in the closet. Whatever you have to do, get them out of there. A letter to a uh, couple that are residents in Minnesota uh, started out like this. I couldn't help but notice your Christmas lights display. During these unprecedented times, take a drink, we have all experienced challenges which casual words just don't describe what we're feeling. The idea of twinkling, colorful lights are a reminder of divisions that continue to run through our society, a reminder of systemic biases against our neighbors who don't celebrate Christmas or can't afford to put up lights of their own. Unbelievable. This This couple have really stepped out and just flaunted their celebration of the Lord and Savior. I don't even know if they're Christians. It continues that we must do the work of educating ourselves about the harmful impact on outward-facing display like yours can have. I challenge you to respect the dignity of all people while striving to learn from differences, ideas, and opinions of our neighbors. We must come together collectively and challenge these institutional inequities. St. Anthony is a community welcoming of all people, and we must demand better for ourselves. So I want to wrap up with this, cause I, I just want you to sit and enjoy that for a moment. So a brief moment of silence to enjoy the ridiculousness that was this news briefing. Okay, a moment can be two seconds, that's enough. I want to wrap everything up here with emphasizing what JK Rowling had to say about nuanced conversation. YouTube is now banning any video, any video that questions the election, that questions the results of this rather suspicious election. And this is what I want to do. This is the point that I would like to drive home tonight. Oh, this morning, I'm recording it Thursday evening, and it'll drop Friday morning, is this, the point is this. What benefit do we have if we aren't having a nuanced conversation? If there's only one point being allowed to be made, how are we expected, expected to flourish as a society? If you don't allow, if we're at the point where literally... People cannot hang up Christmas lights, cannot celebrate Christmas, are not allowed to ask questions, are not allowed to use the due process of a court, of the Supreme Court, which is the highest one. There are, where are we? Where does that leave us? We've gotten to the point in today's culture, and specifically here with this election, that it has been... Shown that we are not capable of handling challenges within this country. We have allowed ourselves to get to this nanny state that we are uncomfortable with uncomfortable thoughts. The fact is that there is plenty of evidence of fraud. Now, evidence is different than it's proven, okay? There is evidence. I think there's enough enough suspicious activity that elicits a court hearing. And I think that everyone should want this because it is really reflecting on the integrity of the election. One of the last standing um, processes in this nation that we can trust um, and that we can still kind of work together on as Americans, even though our ideologies are far, growing farther and far apart by the day and by the hour. Is it not worth it to just do our due diligence? Let me know what you think. Reach out to me at thelifegivenreceived at gmail.com. Uh, I'm on Instagram, the Life Given Radio. I'm on Parler, Gab as Isaac Lopez. Same with Facebook. You can find uh, this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor.fm, Radio Public. You can find it on Spotify. You, I mean, Overcast. We're, we're trying to get everywhere just in case. Places like YouTube and Facebook try to shut us down. Um, And, you know, it might hurt a small podcast like us, but we will always find a way to connect with you. Also, don't forget that this is our fourth show in the last week. Tomorrow, uh, on Saturday, we are going to be dropping a cut and dry special, so keep your eye out for that. Also, I will be hosting an Instagram live news brief on Mondays, every Monday night for the rest of the year. I mean, that's probably just next Monday, but I'm going to look forward to doing that more regularly with you in 2021. All that being said, remember that the life that you've been given and the life that you have received includes every area of life. Current events, this election, the madness of our times is no exception. God bless. Wait, did I totally botch that? Remember that the life that you've been given and the life that you have received includes every area of life. Current events is no exception. God bless and Merry Christmas. There we go. I got it right. Have a wonderful weekend.